0: I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea When the angry waves threatened my ruin to be When away at my side, there I dimly described A stately old vessel, and loudly I cried Ship a hold. Ship ahoy, and loudly I cried, Ship ahoy. Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking, I program here called The Mariner's Call. Oh, this old mariner having an opportunity to be with you and a good, I hope it's a good time for you. By the grace of God, many, many years ago, the Lord took us out of an old vessel out from the Gulf of Mexico, an old commercial shrimping trawler, took us off of an old boat and placed us in a book and all in this book. I found a wonderful God. I made some good choices. In fact, that's what I want to talk about at this particular time. Good choices, our life is made up of many a decision, but I'm glad there was a time, my friend, I turned as far as Christ is concerned, uh, revealed to me as I read the Word of God uh, of his love to me, and uh, I was just just, uh, thinking about the Spirit of God, convicting us of sin and of the time of ran to Christ, I'm glad to be saved. I'm so glad to be a Christian and so glad to have the opportunity to be with you uh, by means of radio. The book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 30, I'm going to read a couple of verses here. I look at the little word, and it's a little word I've used already. It's the word choose, you know. Our life is filled with decisions, choices, you know um i'll be honest with you i I wish i could look back and say i made all good decisions but it's so important that i do so uh what are some some decisions to be made in life my friend that will help us first of all in the matter of salvation and the matter of christian growth choices choices hey by the way i'm glad you made the choice of listening to this program again hey if you ever like to contact us we're as close as that www that worldwide web it's just the f-o-m-m dot that period o-r-g that'll bring you to just a little simple website here fishers of Men ministries international here in the port of bon secour alabama leave us a little message let us know especially who you are as far as where you're listening to this program from. Deuteronomy chapter 30. We have Moses now at the end of his life. And uh, his thoughts in life was to be able to tell those in front of him. Moses was the pastor of a congregation of probably millions of people. And at the end of his life, he says, please, he said, serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. You know, I've, I can see him on his knees. Serve God, you know. Don't serve other gods Serve God. And let me just read you the verse here Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Now, my word. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him for he we think about the God of Israel for he is thy life and the length of thy days that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob to give them therefore choose life uh, we think about blessing and cursing life and death choose life have you ever done that have you ever done that, my friend, to choose life? Once again, we have mankind. As we go all the way back to the book of Genesis. I'm glad man was made. Yes, he made the image of God. But man was given what's called a free will. Some would deny that particular doctrinal truth. But man was not compelled to serve God. Man was not made like a robot where there's something in him that caused him to serve God no matter what, man had a free will. He had a choice. Please choose to love me, Adam and Eve. Choose to love me and obey me, and to do so, and to do so from from the heart. Now, what happened? Well, Satan jumped on that, did he not? All oh, when it comes to making decisions, we have an enemy. We have an adversary. He jumped in the situation there, Genesis chapter three, and tempted mankind to choose. The wrong thing. For that being true, mankind fell into what we call sin. As far as our old body is concerned, this old flesh has given up there in the garden, you know. As far as this old flesh is concerned, now it just chooses to do wrong, you know. Isn't it something that you don't have to show a little child or even a little baby? We don't have to teach them to do wrong. (laughs) We have to teach them to do right. They all automatically know to choose uh, the wrong. But what is the only way to get God's hand engaged to help me with the decisions of life? What, What must happen? Therefore, choose life. So I've got to find out where this life is at. He said, life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, here's my word, choose life. Once again, I say, the only way to get God's hand to help with the decisions of life is to first be saved because, my friend, that's where, that's where life is at. God's salvation brings life because it brings you to life. Jesus, I guess, speaking of Nicodemus in John chapter 3 and verse 16, one of the most simplest of all the verses in the Bible, yet, so profound because it tells you where life is at. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but what? Have everlasting life. See, this life is in God's son. Therefore, choose life. Have you made that choice yet? In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 12, uh, we have John talking about life and this life is in his son. And then verse 12, he that hath the son hath life And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. There was a time in my life, chose life. Yes, instead of choosing religion and choosing church or church ordinances or some form of good works, I just tried to listen as my dad would say, Wayne Munn, yes, sir, you'll be a good boy. Oh, I chose someone that could help me with this. And that was the giver of life. And that was the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful to be saved, to know who this life is. And in choosing this life, what we can do, we can make another step uh, to grow in grace. Uh, I can choose to serve the Lord. So I flip a few pages, Deuteronomy chapter 30, and go all the way down to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 24, who took over after Moses. Ah, uh, Joshua. And Joshua once again stands before the nation of Israel, and he says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. Uh, Joshua put it this way. He said, as for me and my house, uh, what was his choice? We will serve the Lord. So we choose life in the sense that I'm glad to be saved. I'm glad that as far as the choice of Bible salvation is concerned, I found that in Christ. And now I want to serve the Lord. I choose you. What? This day whom you will serve? Choose you this day? A wise choice? You know, many things you can serve in life. In the New Testament, it speaks of three. The world, the flesh, and the devil. The world can give you some pleasure. All to be known in the world seems important. And the world has a strong pull, my friend. Oh, but it's not a wise choice. The flesh, oh, some enjoyment that's there. As far as flesh is concerned, many a person, the philosophy of life is just to eat, drink, and be merry, you know. Uh, But, oh, you're going to wake up (laughs) and find out that's a poor choice. As far as the devil, the world, bad choice. The flesh, bad choice. The devil, oh, he wants a foothold in your life. I dare not allow that. I choose to serve God. God. all oh, as far as God is concerned, to be able to get his help, all oh, it takes a growth in grace. As I choose to serve God, what happens? Oh, uh, look at Proverbs chapter 21, I believe. No, it's chapter one and verse twenty-nine. It talks about some people who did not choose to fear the Lord. As I grow in grace, what is produced there? A growth in grace produces a fear for God. In my life, this first began with my father. My father was a a fisherman. He was a third-generation commercial fisherman, just a big man. Six foot five, all oh, as far as uh, his weight is concerned, uh, about two hundred fifty pounds. Nothing. It was all muscle. You know, just a strong guy. And my dad looked at me and he said, "Wayne, yes sir." He said, "You gonna live right, yes sir." <laughs> my dad was moral, and he said, "You gonna be a good boy, yes sir." He would leave and get on the boat, go off for a week or two, and he said, "You be good." You helped your mother, yes sir. And he said, if you don't, I cannot say over the radio what he said he was gonna do to me if I did not live right. Now we're talking about morals as concerned. My dad taught me to fear him, you know. The same thing is true as far as God is concerned. God is big. As far as the Lord is concerned, I, I do fear his correction, whom the Lord loveth. He chasteneth, I understand that. But more so, as I wanted to please my earthly father, more so with God, I fear displeasing him. I want to please God. It's a good choice to fear the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, back to Moses again. Moses, it said of Moses that he chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. All right, Moses chose to identify with God and his people, and it cost him. It cost him his fame, and it cost him his future. Moses, it cost him financially. Living for God, my friend, sometimes is going to cause some hurt and some misunderstanding. The age that we live in right now is moving into a time where living for God is misunderstood. My beliefs is, even as far as the Bible is concerned, if I believe exactly what the book said and I propagated that and continue to preach that you know that's almost becoming criminal now choosing to suffer sometimes this choosing of life choosing to serve the lord choosing the fear of the lord is going to bring us to a choice whereby we're going to have to decide whether we're going to stand with christ sometimes it may cost But I like this in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter one, uh, Paul's at the end of his life. And he said, for me to live is Christ, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And he said, I'm kind of in the middle of these. uh, I want to, I want to depart and be with Christ, which is far better to choose to depart. If I had the choice today, God gave me the choice. I'd want to leave and be with him Yet what I should choose is to serve God right where he has placed me, right here. And they have the opportunity even to be with you as far as radio. So I ought to choose to serve God in what place that I am. What about choices? Have you made the right choice? Or oh, have you chosen life? Have you chosen to serve the Lord? Have you chose to fear God? Would you, if it was brought to a choice, ah, to suffer for our Savior, and then one day in the future, maybe the opportunity will come that he will give us all redemption of the body. We think about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Some wise choices. Until next week, Fisher Munn sing goodbye.